0: This is the story about a boy from Henryville, Indiana. In 1895, when he was six years old, his father passed away. His mother had to start working in a tomato cannery, leaving him to cook and care for his siblings. Life hit him hard at a very young age, and because of the difficult situation he faced, he had to work as a farmhand at the age of ten. When he was in sixth grade, he dropped out of high school and left his home. He started working as a painter of horse carriages. When he was 16, he faked his age to enlist in the US army. After being honorably discharged a year later, he started working as a railway laborer and studied law at the nearby university until he ruined his legal career by getting into a fight. He was forced to move back in with his mom and get a job selling life insurances. After some time, he got fired for not following orders. Some years later he established a ferryboat company, and it was an instant success. Later on he tried cashing in on his ferryboat business to create a chemical lamp manufacturing company, only to find out that another company was already selling electric lamps much better than his company's lamps. All this hardship in life, but this guy wouldn't give up He moved to work as a salesman for tire company, but again he lost his job when the company closed its manufacturing plant. By the age of 40, he met the general manager of an oil company who asked him to run a service station for him, but the station had to close down again as a result of the Great Depression. That same year, the Shell Oil Company offered him a service station rent-free in return for paying the company a percentage of sales. He started operating the service station and also began to serve chicken dishes and other simple meals for people who were stopping by at the station. His pan-fried chicken soon became a favorite with the people of the area and made him famous in the region. A few years later he took out the station and started a proper restaurant. After fairly succeeding at his venture, he started to advertise his food, and to his shock an argument erupted out of the blue with a local competitor and resulted in a fatal shootout with one of his employees dying. Four years later, he bought a motel next to his chicken restaurant, hoping for better business, but it caught fire and burnt down to the ground together with his restaurant. Yet this ambitious man rebuilt and ran a new motel with a 140-seat restaurant, until World War II forced him to close it down again. When war had ended, he tried selling his recipes to other restaurants. His recipe was rejected 1009 times, when finally, in 1952, he sold his secret recipe, Kentucky Fried Chicken, for the first time to the operator of one of the city's largest restaurants. It quickly became a hit, and as a result, several other restaurant owners franchised the concept and paid him 4 cents per chicken. However. Good times didn't last very long. His own restaurant was crippled when an interstate highway reduced customer traffic. He sold it and was left only with his savings and $105 a month from Social Security. So finally, he pursued his dream to franchise his chicken concept nationwide and traveled the US looking for suitable restaurants. He opened a new restaurant and a company headquarters in 1959. He often slept in the back of his car, he visited restaurants, offered to cook his chicken and if the owners liked it, then he negotiated a franchise right. In 1965, at the age of 75, he was just getting started. After years of rejection, failures, misfortunes, Colonel Sanders' franchise approach became highly successful. KFC was one of the first fast food chains to expand globally, opening outlets in Canada, UK, Mexico and Jamaica by the mid-1960s. The Colonel remained the company's symbol after selling it, he travelled over 400,000 kilometers a year, visiting KFC restaurants and delighting customers around the world. At the age of 90, Colonel Sanders passed away. At that time, there were around 6,000 KFC locations in 48 different countries. In 2018, there were 22,621 KFC restaurants worldwide. If you are overwhelmed by rejection or discouraged by setbacks, remember the story of Colonel Sanders, a sixth-grade dropout, fired from multiple jobs, ruined his legal career, set back by the Great Depression, fire, and World War II. And yet, he became the world's most famous cook after reaching retirement age. Colonel Sanders, the creator of one of the largest fast-food chains in the world, was many things. But above all, he was a great success story. With his story, we can learn that despite of thousands of rejections and misfortunes, how dedication, along with hard work, can create success, regardless of age. Thanks for watching, and stay blessed.
1: What does losing feel like to you?
2: Uh, It's exciting. Why is it exciting? Um, Because it means you have different... Um, ways to get better there are certain things that you can figure out that you can take advantage of right certain weaknesses that were exposed Mm. um, that you need to shore up right so it was exciting I mean it it sucks to lose right but at the same time there are answers there if you just look at them because you get the information from losing more than from winning, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the answers are there when you win, too. You, you, you just have to look at them. Yeah. Right? So it's a constant process. It's exciting when you win. It's exciting when you lose. Because the process should be exactly the same. Whether you win or you lose. As you go back and you look and you find things that you could have done better. You find things that you've done well that worked. You figure out how did they work. Why did they work? And how can you make them work again? Yeah. And uh, But the hardest thing is to face that stuff. So I look at it with rationale and say, okay, well, the reason why I shot air balls is because my legs aren't there. I got well, next year they'll be there. That was it. Done. Done. So many guys tell stories about your work ethic. Yeah. What was really your work ethic like and for how long did you stay disciplined? Um, well, I mean, I mean every day. I mean, since you know, for 20 years, it was an everyday process in trying to figure out strengths and weaknesses. For example, jumping ability. Man, my vertical was a 40. It wasn't a 46 or a 40. Mm-hmm. 45. Uh, My hands are big, but they're not massive, right? So you got to figure out ways to strengthen them so your hands are strong enough to be able to palm a ball and do the things that you need to do. Uh, Quickness, I was quick, but not insanely quick. I was fast, but not ridiculously fast, right? So I had to rely on skill a lot more. I had to rely on angles a lot more. I had to study the game a lot more and uh but i enjoyed it though so like from the time i was i can't remember when i started watching the game i studied the game mm-hmm. and it just never changed we lost to the in the finals to the Celtics in 2008 that was a turning point mm-hmm. you know, so when i sat there in the hotel room afterwards i started thinking about that you know because it's on me if i didn't feel like my teammates were aggressive enough that falls on me mm-hmm. and uh, i had to understand what their journey was how are they feeling as people what are they going through you'll have the pressure on yourself to play, you know, to capitulate to that fear. If you play with the sense of, I want to win, I want to win, then you have the fear of what happens if you don't. But if you find common ground in the middle, in the center, then it doesn't matter, you're unfazed by either, right? And that enables you to really just stay in the moment, stay connected to it, and not feel anything other than what's in front of you. So, you know, I try to just be dead center. Seriously, what does failure mean? It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. It's a figment of your imagination. Fail on Monday. The only way it's a failure on Monday is if you decide to not progress from that. If you finished your career without a championship, you would not have looked at that as a failure. No, I would have looked at it as being extremely disappointed because I had a dream and I had goals that I wanted to accomplish, right? And if I don't accomplish those goals, I have to ask myself why, right? So so from my um, position, The reason why I would not have accomplished those things is um, poor leadership, um, failure to communicate properly with my teammates and put them in positions to be successful. Those same weaknesses are going to reveal themselves then, right? So if I don't learn from that, I'm going going to struggle here too, right? So I can take those situations and learn from those and have them, you know, uh, make me a better person later in life. But if I don't take that stuff and apply that someplace else, then that is, That's failing, which to me is the worst possible thing you could ever have, is to stop and to not learn. My brain cannot, it cannot process failure. It will not process failure. Um, Because if, if I have to, if I sit there and have to face myself and tell myself, Yo, you're, you're a failure, I think that's, that's a worse, that's almost worse than death.
1: In December of 1914, a big fire completely destroyed Thomas Edison's laboratory. Much of Edison's life work went up in flames that night. At the sight of the fire, Edison's son was frightened and searched for his father. He found him among the smoke, calmly watching the flames all over. His face was glowing as it reflected the glare of the flames. The son was upset as he thought that his father was 67 already and everything he had was going up in flames. The next day, Edison looked at the burn laboratory and said to his family, Hey, listen, listen, I have good news for you. The disaster has a great value because all our mistakes are burnt up. Thank God we can start anew. That was brought to you by Barry Powell, 99 Inspiring Stories for presentations. Let's get it. You're new to the impact secret podcast show welcome to the family to my existing family big up as always thank you for joining on this podcast show we shift the mindset through inspiration motivation with a standing foundation of self-discipline i am your respectful host ed for all you smart and intelligent folks out there listen that just simply means ed now you know the motto that we live by the slogan that keeps us moving and that is bet on yourself you won't win unless you get in the game now a quote that has been resonating and that we've been saying on this show I don't want to say from day one but from day two but it doesn't matter it is you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have Bob Marley a new addition to the show which is something I really love for season two is this Living means doing what you love to do Even if you have to fall to get back up Oh, I love that I love that so much One question, two thought-provoking statements First question for you, family What does failure mean to you? Again, what does failure mean to you? First thought-provoking statement Fear Of failing Again, fear of failing And the last and final thought-provoking statement (laughs) And this is going to be my favorite of all time And I do mean all time Thank you for your rejection Again, thank you for your rejection I don't know about you, family But I'm excited, I'm hyped Let's go and jump into today's show You know, family, as I was researching as always and finding these clips that 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 story about KFC or Car- Colonel Sanders really it really woke me up um, I mean, it gave me another extra step or a, some a boost in, in self-confidence, a boost in just confidence, period. Because, see, a lot of times we forget about small beginnings. A lot of times the see, I always wish that they would do a story like like I want someone when, you know, when I blow up because I'm going to blow, I'm going to be successful. I'm claiming this. And success is different for everyone. But my thing is, is is that I want them to tell the story of the failures First, I want them to go through a whole reel of the failures because, see, a lot of times what happens is they show you the success that one has had, but they don't show you those early mornings, those late nights, those rejections, those people that you thought had your back, but they really just had your side. Ooh, I like that. See, there's a difference between having your back and your side. We'll break that down maybe in another conversation. But what I'm saying, family, is, is that. Colonel Sanders got rejected 1009 times. We we can't even get rejected one time and we feel like it's all over with. That the life is over with, you know, nothing is ever going to happen for us. But 1009 times, I'm a, I'm going to keep it a buck with you cuz it's just you and I um, having this conversation and I'm j- I'm mostly doing the talking, but it's all good. I don't know, family. I don't know 1009 times. Ooh, that is a lot of rejection, but that's the attitude. When I start going back over my life and start looking at some of the ups and downs and the twists and turns and the deceits and the misguided information, I mean, ooh, you know where I'm about to go family. And I know, I know I'm probably going to get it in the DMs or I'm probably going to get a message, you know, via email or whatever, but I got to go there. I'm I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of of, of these fake gurus these individuals that provide the courses and i purchased the course of, of with excitement of will, willing and putting my money where my my mouth is or better yet i heard a better phrase is is that i don't i don't vote with my mouth i vote with my wallet meaning for clarification of saying that i am willing to invest in myself to become better and not just talk about it and so you get these courses and these these. these opportunities that you think is huge and then you get inside and it's not what you think it is and you feel like a complete failure and then they make it seem like you're the failure. Okay, maybe I'm going on a tangent, but I'm just being honest with you, family. A lot of times you can you can invest in yourself and thinking this is it, this is the one, and it doesn't work the way that you thought it was, but was it a failure or an opportunity? See, now I've realized in life, you have to start understanding these are opportunities. I was watching last night, uh, uh, Dolomite, Eddie Murphy's, uh, uh, play by Eddie Murphy, and I'm so glad I stayed up to watch that because it reminded me of the self-preservation, the self-determination, and the uh, self-resilience that you must have in life. Just imagine, I don't know if you're familiar with Dolomite, so I'll give you a high-level context. Dolomite was a comedian who was you know, in these days and times it wouldn't be considered as dirty, but then it was extremely dirty, but he pushed the envelope. I don't care if you don't like his comic. I don't care if you don't like the, the, how the language, that's not what we're here to discuss. What we're here to discuss is the determination. See, he was told no every time he was attempting to do something when he wanted to change up his comedy set because he was the opening act, which he wasn't even on the billboard. And the guy that was running the club, said no but he did it anyway he did it anyhow why because sometimes family even when people that you love even sometimes when people that you you trust their opinion and, and you trust you know where they're coming from You have to really trust you first and you have to dig inside you first, because if you don't start with you, you already know what Cat Williams talks about being your star player. Better yet, that don't if that didn't move you. How about that? How about this? When you are on that airplane, you know what they tell you. Always put the mask on you first. See, if you don't save you first, you can't save anyone else. That's why I enjoyed that movie because it really showed me that when you get the vision or you get the dream, you have to get other people to buy into the dream and vision because they're not going to understand what you're seeing because you're seeing something that was not sent to them. And because it wasn't sent to them or it wasn't laid out to them, how can you expect that? you have to keep moving. Rejection is what rejection is, but that's why you look at Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, one or, you know, two of my favorite players of all time. And then of course, LeBron, but the mindset family, the mindset is, is one of the things I always keep coming back from. I'm, and I'm not trying to sell you anything, uh, about mindset and everything like that. We're what, 252 plus, well, 252 or 53 episodes in. I haven't sold you one thing. I haven't asked you to buy my trinket or buy this because what I understand is, is that it's a mindset of continuous growth. I understand that this doesn't happen overnight. I am still in progress. And it's just for me to be able to get on this microphone and share with you of my trials and tribulations and hoping and praying that I inspire someone to who's having a tough time. Cause I'm not, every time I get on the mic, I'm not always in the right state of mind when, um, because life happens to me as well. And, and for me, this is therapy. I heard Jay-Z talk about it when he said, when he's in the booth for him, this is therapy. And I said, you know what? I have to get me a booth. And my booth is this mic. My my opportunity is this mic to be able to reach out and touch people and say, hey, I know it's not what you wanted it to be. I know that you've been rejected, but keep going. I know that you just fell down, but Please get back up. It's not over yet. you got to keep moving forward. And I'm not trying to say that what moving forward doesn't require some type of sacrifice and action because it's hard. Family, I remember when I went um, to Grambling, shout out to GSGSU. But anyway, I went to Grambling State University in Louisiana, located in Grambling, uh, Louisiana. And I remember when I got there, and this this was like what 97, 96, 97. And I was at the bus stop and I had, I was so uncomfortable because I didn't un- first of all, I rode the bus from Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan, all the way to uh, uh Grambling State University. And I mean it was a it was a long ride, but I was I was frustrated because of the fact of It was hot. I'd never been in in such hot weather like that before. And it was challenging because I didn't know what was was going on. It wasn't like they had something laid out for me to say, "Hey, you know, when you get on campus, you know, these are the things and such and such." I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that um, I started seeing people walk uh, a direction, and I just started walking with them to figure out where are they going. And if this and now keep in mind, too, family, I have my my suitcases and everything like that. And some people were getting taxis and everything, but I couldn't I didn't have that type of money because I I didn't know what else I'm going to need to buy here regarding books and things like that. So for me, I was like, I can take the walk. And I felt rejected because of the fact of that there wasn't because I was so lost. And a lot of times, family, when we get in uncomfortable situations, situations that we can't control or things that we thought how it should be, we we start we start getting into our feelings. We start being we start feeling like this wasn't meant to be. Just think if uh, Colonel Sanders or uh, other people that been rejected over and over and over and still stuck with it would have just just gave up now I'm not telling you not to to learn how to pivot because that's important too because if you if you heard through the story he was uh, he pivoted a lot meaning and you and here at the impact secret podcast show we talk about pivoting meaning that you go after the thing that you're going after and sometimes you'll find out along the journey that this other thing really excites you more so you pivot and i've pivoted a lot in my life like i never would have thought that i would have been on a, doing a, a a show a podcast show i wanted to do youtube i've always wanted to do that but i never i didn't take much action okay wait i did take action i created a cart i created cartoons but i wasn't getting any views i wasn't getting any clicks and i was like well maybe this is is not for me And so I pulled back, but I kept coming back to it and and I kept trying. And I I think I've been actually um, attempting to do YouTube for probably about three or four years, but now I'm starting to get it. Now I'm starting to understand that, what you have to do is put systems and processes in place. And we're going to talk about that family. say I don't want to be one of those speakers who gets you all riled up and get you excited. Yes, I know how to tap into the dopamine of your mind. I know how to make you feel so excited and that you can do anything in the world. But that is not practical because everything requires whatever you're going after is going to require the following self-discipline, sacrifice. And a willingness to say, no matter what, I'm still gonna go after it. Again, that no matter what, self discipline is going to have to happen. Basically, you're gonna need to make sure that you execute on whatever you do. And if it doesn't work out, do you know how many uh, (laughs) businesses or things I've uh, tried to sell? If I, I I've tried to sell so many different things, and it just, I mean, it it like they'll sell a couple units and then boom, it hit flat. But that has not stopped me. And I'm like, I wonder if I'm just crazy or deranged that I'm believing that this is going to work. You know, I think a good book idea would be just write a book of all the people that inspired me of All of their failures that's like That's all I want to read is all their I don't want To read about how great they are because I already Know that now but I want to read all Of their failures and what they Went through and how where, where were they thinking emotionally? Because a lot of times, family, is that we fall into a phase where we beat ourselves up. Okay, maybe it's not you. I'll talk about me because I understand this may not this may not apply to you, but whoever this does apply to, please accept and receive what I'm saying. We beat ourselves up, and the reason why we beat ourselves up is because you do it because you know that there's more in you or you know that man I just know this is gonna work. I I, I don't know why, I just know. And that's how I feel a lot on a a, a lot of times when I'm going after certain things that in- interest me. And it's challenging because of the fact of you like, why is it not happening now? If you would have told me again for you know this I think I started this podcast in in May of last year and if you would have said, "Well, it's gonna take time to get followers and people to enjoy your content," like I, I would have just been like, mm, "I don't think I, I don't think I'm excited of doing this. I'm not nowhere close to what I see is supposed to happen here." But I understand the show must go on. I understand that I must continue to get better. And the purpose of doing this show is to get better. See, we lose that um, a lot of times. We focus on the end result instead of reversing engineering the end result to the beginning. I'll say that again because that may have went over your head or maybe, you know, sometimes I get excited. I talk really fast we need to start at the end of result what we're looking for and reverse engineer that in a way so that way we already know what is what it feels like of wanting to win something see that's the thing about life you don't need to tell me what it feels like to win i i i, I have an idea what that's going to look like but what you what i what you need to help me with is understanding the various steps what you need to help me understand is the very em, the different emotions that i'm going to have have to channel that I'm going to have to go through when I have an expectation of what I thought should happen and it hasn't happened the way that I thought it should happen just yet, but just to hold tight and keep going, keep putting one foot in front of the other, keep Taking the stairs and not the escalator I like that because I heard that earlier And I like how that sounds Because a lot of times we want to take the escalator Because it's shorter, it's quicker, it's faster Better yet I got a better one we rather have the elevator instead of the staircase But the staircase is where you're going to get your work out in Meaning you're going to learn something along the way I remember when I first was um, in the process of purchasing my very first home and I hit, I mean, roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Finally, I was like, I just, I don't even want a house. And the last straw was when the, one of the, uh, a company I was working for, they decided to make some cutbacks and. Guess who was part of those cutbacks? So they were laying people off and I got laid off. And it it hurt to the soul because it was like, maybe I'm not meant to, to own a house. And see, there we go again. We start that that path of beating ourselves up instead of saying, OK, well, I need to get back. I need to get back up but let me vent a little bit and then let me get back up. Cause sometimes we miss out on that opportunity to vent because what we'll start doing is becoming the victim instead of the victor. Um, so eventually that all of course did change, but I realized back then that, you know, um, I had to change my mindset of, of what I'm looking at. But yeah, I, I I get down, I get frustrated just like anyone else. And a lot of people don't share that with you because of the fact of they want you to perceive them in a certain way. I don't want you to perceive me that way. I want you to perceive me as someone that is in the car with you, as I always, always state. We are in the car together. It just so happened. Currently, I'm in the I'm I'm driving, but the GPS is this is 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 the same for both of us, because if when you get around like minded people, they have a destination in mind, meaning they are saying, hey, I want to go to point from point A to point B and then learn there. Then from point B to point C. And so with that being the case. Along the way of the journey, there are going to be some obstacles, and a lot of those obstacles are not fair. I'm going to be honest with you, family. It is not fair of some of the things that happened to you. It's not fair of some of the decisions that you had to make that you know that if you could go back and change that decision, that you may not have made that decision. But I remember Michael Jordan, they asked him in an interview, and they said, Jordan, you know, some of the, the, the decisions that you made through your career, do you would you want to go back and change them? He said, no, because if I made any changes in those decisions would have affected other decisions. Yeah. There are certain things that's happened to me, family, that I wish I could go back and change sometimes, but then I reflect on what Jordan had said there. And he's, he's absolutely right. When you think about it, because if I would have changed that particular decision, that may have led to, um, me not being where I am currently or taking me down a different route that was not aligned with, with my purposes and what I'm destined and destined to become and be. I'll close with this family. I won't keep you so too much longer. What I enjoy about life is learning. And I didn't become, I don't want to know if you want to call it a nerd or whatever. I don't, I don't even know what that really means because that's again, another conversation. But when I start becoming a life learner, I start getting addicted to learning. But what I understand is, is that even though you become addicted to learning, you also have to be a practitioner. You have to be someone that takes the information and applies it. You can learn, 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 and you don't do anything with the information. So today, family, I hope t- uh, today's show has been impactful. I hope today's show has provided you with a a opportunity to look at that particular failure, which you thought was a failure, and say, you know what? I'm going to do that again. And then when that does, I'm going to do it again and again and again. Because if you don't, you don't want, as Jeff Bezos talked about, he went about having regrets, you don't want to be in a nursery home or sitting at your house at 80 years old, sitting in front of the TV and and saying to myself, Hmm, I wish I would have done X or I wish I would have done Y. Don't do that to yourself, family. This is why I've, you know, um, jumped in certain businesses and I'm like, I don't know how I'm doing this or what it is, but I'm going to learn along the way. Um, Or I followed my passion, which I I was concerned about, because I was like, "Is there any opportunity there?" I love fashion. I love do rags and you know urban streetwear and sneakers and things like that. And come to find out, there's a huge business in there. And this is the funny thing about it, family. I know, I know, I'm getting off subject, but it's it's right align what we're talking about here today. I'm starting to have more followers on a new uh, Instagram page that I created than I am for the actual impact secret podcast show. So y'all need to follow me on IG. I don't know what, what's going on, but I know y'all, I know you're appreciating this work that I'm putting in for you guys. So show your boy some love and, and start following me. And I'm gonna start posting content or some highlights from the show. But that again, is going to take time as I figure out the system that I need to play, uh, put in place. And that's going to be a, a future episode too about about systems uh, or whatnot. And also, you know, stay tuned for some vlogs. I'm gonna do some vlogs about life, but again, family, it's not always gonna be perfect, and that's a great thing for you. I know in school they don't teach us about, um, you know, I don't care what what grade level you're in, they don't teach you that failure is an opportunity to learn. They teach you failure is a situation where you are not that great, you suck, you're bad, you're horrible, which is. It's not true. It's, it's an opportunity to see where you can fix something. There's an opportunity to see where did you go wrong at and who or what do you need to assist you so you can become better. I'll close with that family. I truly appreciate today. I love talking about failure because I've had so many of them. I've had so many disappointments. I've had so many setbacks, but those setbacks have been set ups for me to understand that if I am willing to keep having faith, if I am willing to keep trusting the process, this too Shall pass This has been your boy ED This has been another episode of the Impact Secret Podcast show You know my motto, you know my slogan (laughs) Bet on yourself, you won't win Unless you get in the game And play Peace